0: Sheila Zielinski Show, the only show to give you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God. Now, here is your host, Sheila Zelinsky. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zielinski Show for this May 24th, 2016 edition. I broadcast weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time right here on WINB and in high-quality stereo sound at WeekendVigilante.com. To find out more ways to listen, including the podcast and the customized app, do go to the Listen tab up on the menu at WeekendVigilante.com. And if you have not already done so, please go to my social media. That's Twitter, Facebook, and especially YouTube, as some of the YouTube videos hit the YouTube feed before the podcasts do. All my social media tabs are linked there at the very top right of my website on the pink bar. Again, that's top right. And I just want to remind people that if you have downloaded the Weekend Vigilante app, please do make sure you have updated it to the latest version because we've heard from you and we've made some fantastic changes there. So again, make sure you're using the updated version. Hey, and if you have not got my book, Green Gospel, today in the news, leading U.S. Union makes fighting climate change a campaign priority. You can look that up in The Guardian. And there's an article in USA Today, burning all fossil fuels could lead to global warmth. Not seen, the article says, in 65 million years. If you have not got Green Gospel in your hand, do get it. And if you have read it, make sure you send me an email and let me know how you like the book, as well as please do fill out a review there on Amazon. You can simply go to greengospel.ca, order yourself a copy and get a copy for friends and family, especially your pastor, because I'll tell you, there's not a day that doesn't go by when we're hearing all about this green theology Really, there's no book like it. So, do get yourself a copy of Green Gospel today. Again, that's greengospel.ca. Well, I'm going to patch in my guest today. She is always a fan favorite, and for good reason. I call her the toughest little cookie from the Lone Star State I ever met. She is a weapon of mass destruction, trust me, to the kingdom of darkness. And, Carla, I actually think it goes like this Jesus I know, Paul I know. Carla Butod. I know this woman, (laughs) the devil knows all too well. It's Minister Carla Butod from Texas. Carla, welcome back to the show. It's a pleasure as usual, my friend.
1: Thank you, Sheila. You make me blush every time you introduce me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Carla, you
0: and I, we have taken on some major show topics. And today's no exception, because we're going to tackle something I think no one is talking about. It really needs to desperately be addressed because although some people might find this topic uncomfortable, I think it's time the church started dealing with it. And that is pornography. And probably I would say, Carla, conservatively, 70% of the people that get in touch with me for prayer is requests from men. And it's not just men either. It's women that are dealing with pornography addiction. So today's show we're entitling The Far-Reaching Effects of Pornography and let me tell you the effects are indeed far-reaching because you know today at the click of a mouse you can access the most vile debauchery and in this world awash in porn more and more men and women are falling to prey to hell's master plan where intimacy is being destroyed in this false pursuit of fleeting pleasure. Can you imagine what God about America today. America has sunk so low spiritually that the average person, they don't even think twice about indulging in pornography these days. The total extent to which America has been corrupted and perverted is beyond my grasp. I think about the headlines of this year and last year. I mean, Carla, last year, the biggest story was Caitlyn Jenner. Look at the people glorifying a man who changed himself to a woman. And this year, The biggest thing we can talk about is men going into women's bathrooms. So America really is a wicked nation of arrogant, stiff-necked people rebelling against God. So more smut flows out of America than any nation on earth. And I don't think there's any greater evil in the world than that of pornography. And really think about it. It's a a multi-billion dollar industry that is wreaking havoc because the damage of this thing is so far reaching, isn't it?
1: It is. It almost is uh, reminiscent of Sodom and Gomorrah as we look at our world today.
0: Well, you know, I actually jokingly said on a show the other day, I think I'm going to come out with a new newspaper called the Gomorrah Gazette and the Sodom Star, because it is just, I wonder how long God is going to put up with the kind of abhorrent, absolute debauchery that we see everywhere. And again, to think about, You know, the fact that pornography is an abomination unto God Almighty and the damage, again, it it doesn't know any bounds. It's not culturally explicit. So it really is rampant. And, you know, this was frightening, Carla. I actually was looking at a statistical survey. In fact, it's a shocking new national survey from 2014. It reveals high levels of pornography use and rampant extramarital affairs among Christian men. This is staggering to me. 78% of the men they polled, these are Christian men ages 18 to 49, 78% admitted to looking at porn monthly, 39% view pornography at least daily, 35% admit being addicted to porn, 36% had an extramarital sexual affair while married, and 29 percent of these men admitted to erasing internet browsing history to conceal the use i mean those statistics knock the wind out of you because what they confirm to me is something we already know that there is an epidemic with pornography and even affairs among christian men look at that ashley madison debacle that big scandal last year where there was so-called ministers on that ashley madison it's a website for married people to go Finding, you know, sexting is popular. No one bats an eye at that filth. And now with Oculus Rift and other virtual porn technologies, you can simulate literally a real experience of fornication. Isn't that lovely?
1: Yeah. I was shocked to find out about that website where men could go on there secretly. And that, I just couldn't even hardly believe that.
0: I really call pornography, Carla, the Trojan horse sin because from it really spawns fornication, adultery, homosexuality, Mm -hmm. even pedophilia and every other godless form of immorality imaginable. So let's really get into why this is such a frightening issue.
1: Well, as I did a study on it, when you look up the word pornography in the Webster Dictionary, it said the Greek is pornographos, writing of harlots. French means porne or harlot, and graphene to write pictures or writings describing erotic or sexual behavior, and here is the purpose, intended to cause sexual excitement. That is the whole purpose of pornography. Now, they probably had drawings even in the cave days, you know. (laughs) They probably had etchings on cave walls because it's been in the minds of men, and when I say men, I mean mankind, not particularly the man instead of the woman because it it crosses all boundaries.
0: Please understand people, our our show today is not about condemning anyone because of course the Bible condemns us all as guilty, dirty, rotten, hell-deserving sinners, but our intention is to expose the demonic nature of pornography and also do something about it because trying harder, The typical church approach for men struggling with sexual temptation is try harder. The men are urged to pray harder, read their Bible, love God more. But I find with some of my emails, this obviously trying harder is not working. And what starts as a moral problem, Carla, it actually quickly turns into a brain problem. Because do you know that a neurological remapping of the brain takes place when someone is in sexual bondage?
1: Yes. And and the, the reason that trying harder, praying harder and all that doesn't work is because It's actually an evil spirit, and you cannot pray out an evil spirit. An evil spirit must be cast out in the name of Jesus Christ, and the works of the flesh have to be crucified by us. So sometimes we're trying to crucify a demon, which doesn't work, or we're trying to pray out the flesh, and that doesn't work either. You have to crucify the flesh and cast out the demon. In Matthew six twenty-two and 23, it says the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, and that means to look away from everything dark or evil, thy whole body shall be full of light, inner light, spiritual illumination, enlightenment, and truth. But if thine eye be evil, degenerating from original virtue or excellence, the whole body shall be full of darkness. So that's what we... Uh, get into when somebody if we are not trained to turn our eyes away from evil but let's face it I mean I was talking to my granddaughter the other day she was getting these games on her tablet and of course it all comes to my emails and I saw something that she had downloaded and it, it is it is interesting to me how quickly or how early they are enticing children into dark and evil things it wasn't pornographic But it was enticing in that it's scary and therefore it's exciting because it's a little bit forbidden. And that's how we get hooked, even at a very early age. And most of the time, children find these pornographic magazines or they're shown a pornographic magazine at a very early age. And that's when it begins. And so the light of the body is the eye. So that when these things come in, they start setting up darkness at a very early age. And so we have to be careful to turn our eyes away from things that we're not supposed to look at. But, you know, that happened in the garden. It says in Genesis 3-6, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. So we see that it's lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. It's the same way with pornography. The eyes see it, the flesh is aroused. Remember, it's intended to cause sexual excitement, lust of the flesh, And lust is a longing, especially for that which is forbidden. Concupiscence, desire to set the heart upon, desire or have a craving for, which leads to self-gratification, which always, usually, when people are watching this, they're not just watching it. They get involved in it. They are sexually aroused, so they're led to masturbate or find someone, and it brings them a temporary feeling of well-being, and a sense of false peace. And see, our world today, we have become so busy, so pressured by many different things that it causes us to need some sort of outlet for our stress. And so, you know, people turn to many different things. Pornography is not the only addiction or bondage. I mean, people are gambling, people are shopping shopping, and spending money like crazy. There's all different things, eating food or turning to alcohol, because we're so stressed that we are looking for something to release that stress. And pornography is one of the ways that people have chosen to do that. The bad thing about it is is that it's a false peace. The reason it brings peace is because when you indulge in that, Even sexual intercourse will release endorphins into the body, which is a feeling of well-being and pleasure. So once a person starts looking at pornography and getting involved in it, then it feels good, you know, so they want to go back to it every time they get a little bit stressed. That's how it hooks you. It reels you in. It involves you then afterwards, as the devil is so famous for, accuses you, shames you, condemns you, torments you, and then blackmails you because it traps you in your hidden secret sin. You know, I had a man one time say that there's nothing wrong with pornography. I I am a, a grown man, and if I want to look at pornography in the privacy of my office, bedroom, wherever then it's not hurting anybody. But what a lie that is. If it's not wrong, then why are you hiding to do it? I mean, that you can, p- children learn that at a very early age. You know, when they're, when they're in the age of potty training and they hide behind a chair to do their business, they know they're supposed to be on the potty. You know, it's the same. We never outgrow that. We don't want people to know our dirty little secrets. But here's the problem. That's where Satan has his greatest power is in the area of our secrets, because he can blackmail you with that information. So I really never gave porn a lot of thought, but we had a situation come up in our family where one of my cousins has one son, he came out of the closet, told his mother he was living in an openly gay lifestyle, even when he was in high school. So that was disturbing you know to our family i mean we have a lot of generationally inherited stuff but homosexuality was not one of them so when i began to seek the lord as to why did this young man think that he was homosexual or even take up the homosexual lifestyle and my cousin told me the thing that they butted heads about was that he said he was born that way she said That's a lie from the pit of hell. But what God showed me is, very possibly, he could have been born that way. Because his we found out later that his dad had an addiction to pornography. And that while God showed, I mean, I had like a little mini-vision of this. While he was watching pornography, all of those perverse spirits were coming out of the screen and going into this man, and attaching themselves to his seed, so that when he impregnated my cousin, all of those familiar spirits that came out of the pornography were right there in the womb with the baby, and attaching themselves to the fetus, and I'm not kidding you, that little boy, you could see those spirits on that little boy when he was like two years old. You could see the femininity. And so that perversion was right there in the womb with the baby. Now, I want to tell you about those familiar spirits. I want to read to you. The definition is an intimate associate, companion, a spirit held to attend look after, take charge of, to be present with, serve, or guard a person. And a guard is a troop attached to a, a person, such as being a ward or having custody of. That's what the word familiar means. So those familiar spirits were right there in the womb with that fetus, looking after, taking charge of, being present with, and having custody of. Isn't that a frightening thing? Wow. And yet, they think that they're not hurting anybody. It is an absolute lie of the devil for you to think that what you do only affects you. No. Pornography is something that is affecting marriages, something terrible. The husband or the wife who is addicted to this would rather sit in front of a computer and have sex with himself, basically, but in his mind he's fantasizing about what he's seeing on the screen, than being in the bed with his wife. Or if it's the woman, she would rather be sitting in front of the screen participating sexually instead of being in the bed with her husband. And like you said a while ago, it has been reported that the addiction with pornography is almost the same as cocaine. That's the effect that it has on the brain. That's why it is so addicting, because it does do something in the brain. Well,
0: and you said a key word a while ago, that word bondage. You know what sin is? Sin is Satan's legal right to hold you in bondage. Mm -hmm. Pornography wars against the human soul, really. The Word of God, we know, clearly condemns all forms of sexual sins, and pornography leads men into sexual sins. Now, it's interesting there in Matthew five twenty-eight, the words with her, a woman who dresses immodestly, she's guilty too of adultery as much as the man who commits the act in his mind because she's right. causing men to lust by her immodest apparel. And I mean, today's, I mean, I was stunned when I was in a grocery store recently with my son who's 14 and I was standing by the till to pay and Carla, I couldn't, I was stunned at the amount of, I mean, it was like porn, just those magazines and some of the the captions. I mean, I literally almost felt like I had to hide my own right. son's eyes from these vile magazines. Now, I'm going to share a quick story with the audience because I think this is so important what you're talking about. Now, when I was a kid, I was around maybe five or six years old. I think I couldn't have been more than maybe kindergarten or grade one. And my cousin and I were playing ball and we were running around my parents' house. And uh, for some reason, it wasn't typical, but my parents' bedroom door was open and the ball went under my dad's bed. And I went under my dad's bed and I found these well, perverted girly magazines like Playboy. And my cousin and I started looking at these magazines, and I think instantly I just felt very, well, this this sense of not only shame came on me, but do you know that after my eyes were exposed to that, I really felt at that point like a spirit of complete depression. I was just so traumatized seeing those magazines.
1: Well, it defiles a child to find things like that, and I can remember early on in our marriage, my husband thought that there was nothing wrong with looking at porn, and so I told him one day, uh, because I had found something in the house, you know, and I thought, what would you do, you know, if our children were to find this, you know, and he he said, well, you know, I'm a grown man and there's nothing wrong with it, I said, okay, well, why don't I pop some popcorn and tonight we'll put it in the v c r and we'll just all watch it together. <laughs> Suddenly, it took on a different <laughs> a life of its own, you know, and it it is a problem in so many marriages, but it you know I would be horrified if for a child to find something, and especially like back in our day, Sheila, it was a pornographic magazine today, oh my goodness, well, you can even get it on television now. You know, we have T V and you're looking at all of this. Well, there it's offered. Now, we don't have those channels, but they still put it up there to read the captions of what's there. And that's even disturbing to me.
0: Well, a man who says, oh, I'm a grown man, I can look what I want. I'm going to tell you something, folks. When you're doing this act, what you're doing is you're fusing yourself permanently with those depictions. In fact, we did a full show on evil soul ties. But in the spiritual realm, Carla, if people could see the spiritual Mm -hmm. cord that keeps you connected. And yes, that's even what comes in through your eye gates. Now, it's interesting, of course, again, I've linked the soul tie show there at Weekend Vigilante today, May 24th, on the bio. Because, folks, if you have not listen to that show on soul ties it's really important because men might think oh it's no big deal i'm just looking at things but this is the thing do you know that first corinthians 6:18 says all other sins a man commits are outside his body but he who sins sexually sins against his own body and that's really you got to remember you're fusing yourself with those depictions carla
1: that's exactly right and what what else if they could see the demons that are attached to this stuff, if they could see the horror of those demonic images, they would have never touched it. But, you know, that's how Flick Satan is that he hides these things behind something that is alluring, and then you're hooked and you can't, then you realize how demonic it is because it actually takes over your life.
0: Well, again, sin is Satan's legal right to hold a person in bondage. Now, oh, it's no big deal, Sheila. It's just, you know, men need a little bit of visual stimulation. Men are visually stimulated, we're told all the time. And they, of course, need to masturbate. We're told that all the time. It's like no one bats an eye at that. But that does come with bondage because I think of the word there. There's so many scriptures that talk about, I mean, look at again, flee from fornication You're doing it against your body. It says, turn away mine eye from beholding vanity and quicken thou me in thy way. There's scripture after scripture talking about the evil that you're bringing in through the eye gate. Galatians actually says this word. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Now, again, when Jesus said, you know, that scripture where he was talking about in Matthew five twenty eight, if you've looked upon a woman having lust, you've already done it. That's true.
1: That's true. And they don't think that. But you know what? Also, people don't really understand the total meaning of the word fornication. It doesn't just mean intercourse. It means to indulge in any unlawful lust. And that's where masturbation would fall. It's an unlawful lust. So another thing that they don't think about is that when you indulge in these kind of things, like when you're looking at these images of other women and you're a married man, or if you're a woman and married, and you're looking, and you know, a lot of these stars in these pornographic movies are married. I mean, they do it for an occupation, which is shocking to me. I found that out watching a documentary but they don't connect the dots because some people may have, let's say, an addiction to pornography, but they've also been diagnosed with some incurable disease. And I'm not talking about just sexually transmitted diseases. I'm talking about cancer or anything of that manner, and they don't connect it to pornography. But in Proverbs chapter 7, it talks about A seducing spirit. Now, it's using a prostitute or a harlot for the story, but it says in verse 21, With her much fair speech she causes him to yield. With the flattering of her lips she forced him. He goeth after her straightway as an ox goeth to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks, till a dart strike through his liver, As a bird hasteneth to the snare, and knoweth not that it is for his life. See, some people can have liver disease and never connect the dot to adultery or looking at pornography and lusting after the women on there if you're a married man. That becomes adultery. In fact, with adultery, there is a death sentence attached to adultery that people just don't even consider This day and time, because it is so prominent and it's so accepted in our society and even in the church. Now, I'm not condemning anybody if they have adultery, which comes from divorce and remarriage when you have a mate that's still alive. Jesus calls it adultery, not me. Jesus calls it adultery. And there is a death sentence attached to adultery, which is spoken of in Proverbs chapter 20. So this goes way farther than anybody could ever imagine. Not to mention that if a man, let's say everybody's asleep in the house, he has this secret thing going or she, and they get up and start watching this stuff, either on television or on a computer, what they are actually doing is, there is a portal right there in their home for all these spirits to just empty out into the house and just move about in the house freely, attaching themselves to their children or to their mate, and they don't have a clue.
0: Well, and they think it's in secret, but no one's hiding anything from God. And the other piece of this is it's not just that it's supposedly done in secret. If people knew what they were opening up and giving demons the rightful—I used to give this analogy because people say, "Oh, I never, I would never play with an Ouija board because it, you know when you go buy an Ouija board, you get your whole—you get a box of demons with that right. board." But here's the thing: it's the same principle with when you're accessing this debauchery. When you access porn, you get a whole box of demons at that, don't you?
1: Yes, it—it it truly is a Pandora's box. I heard a documentary once, they were visiting a prison, and they said that nearly every rapist, every pedophile, every molester, all of those sexually perverse sins and and crimes, they got their start in pornography. I, I compare it to this. I'm a woman. I'm looking at a cookbook. I see a picture of this heavenly-looking pie and I think about that pie, and I think about the recipe, well, eventually, I'm going to cook the pie, and I'm going to eat it. It's the same with pornography. It stirs up that desire for whatever it is you're looking at.
0: Well, it also stirs up the flesh because come on men are gonna explode if they don't masturbate ladies come on it's just a natural thing that goes right along with stimulating the eye gates with usually something they're not usually thinking about nothing when they're doing that and so those two things really go hand in hand but i think satan wants to convince people that it's just normal it's healthy you know you got to relieve a little tension i mean that's really what we're told about this
1: Yes, the world tells us that. Well, my goodness, if a, a woman is having marital problems or whatever, the husband's complaint is not enough sex. So she goes to a counselor, and they give her sex toys, you know, vibrators and all of this stuff. That,
0: you got to spice up your love life, they call it.
1: Well, you know what? I say this to people. This is my question when someone says something like that to me. I don't see anywhere... In the Bible, where it says that you should be having sex with yourself, no. God gave man a woman, and my goodness, we're not just talking about sex here. You know, uh, we're just we're just talking about what's normal and what's not. Just because everybody doesn't doesn't make it normal, but that's why they think it's normal because everybody they know does it, so it must be normal. No, no. Well,
0: you know, and what's really frightening right now is I've actually was reading some forums this week where they were asking men questions on this virtual porn now, because, of course, with the new Oculus Rift headset, you can immerse yourself into this video game world, which is one thing, but you can also access virtual porn that I guess men say it's it's almost like exactly the real thing where you can just do all sorts of debaucherous things. And it's all virtual world. You create the woman of your dreams. You know, if if blonde is your thing, well, a little bit more curves. You know, you you create this woman, and then you have sex in this virtual pornography. Like, what in the world is... And then this is the frightening thing. I was reading some of the comments from men, and they were saying, you know, why have a woman nowadays? I mean, the very thing that God ordained, Satan, of course, hasn't had an original thought in his life. So he perverts and twists and counterfeits everything of God, but that is frightening when men now are completely moving away from women.
1: Yep. It's an Antichrist spirit, really, if you get down to the very basics of it. It says somewhere in the Bible that the Antichrist will have no use for a woman.
0: Yeah, well, this is exactly what's happening with it. But pornography, really, if you really get down to the nitty-gritty of it, Carla, it's high-level witchcraft, isn't it? It
1: is. It, it absolutely is high-level witchcraft. Look at the way it manipulates people. That's what it's all about, is to manipulate and then control.
0: Well, you know what's an interesting scripture? This is so—it's almost like Romans one twenty six twenty eight is more like reading a daily newspaper— For the cause God gave them unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use unto which is against nature. And likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman. There you go, Mm -hmm. oculus rift, burned in their lusts one towards another. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error. And it goes on to say, They did not like to retain God in their knowledge. So what did God do there? Well, he gave them over to a reprobate mind. He gave them up to uncleanness. He gave them up, it says, to vile. Even their women did change the natural use. That's unbelievable right there.
1: Yeah, it is. Well, it's it's current, (laughs) that's for sure. It is current. That's where we are today.
0: That is where we are today. And women that are listening to this program, especially young girls, for the love of Pete, cover yourself up. The only people that want to see all your skin exposed and your cleavage hanging out are men that are not reigning in their flesh. I mean, it's sickening all these selfies with their duck lip poses and seducing poses. Come on, ladies, Facebook, it's not a site to fish for husbands christian women's profile pics with these seducing looks and gaping cleavage there's no difference between so-called christian women than women of the world i was in a church recently and i was stunned at the absolute immodest apparel short shorts and gaping shirts and i thought what in the world is wrong with this picture and even in the last few decades the attire has gotten so raunchy and just anything goes nowadays. And I find that really disturbing.
1: Well, I see life imitating art. I mean, look at the music people today and the stars of the world. I mean, Kim Kardashian got her fame from a sex tape that got leaked out. She has her own TV show. They're millionaires. I mean, people are looking to the role models, that they're of the world totally. And the church is beginning to look like the world. You can't tell the difference between the world and the church anymore.
0: Well, and, you know, look at Katy Perry. I kissed a girl and I liked it. Look at how popular that was. And then you have Miley Cyrus grinding away on TV with bears. I mean, it almost seems like it's like a weird form of bestiality on stage. Bears. like
1: That is part of of what they see in pornography some people are watching and they may not it may not be something that they want to do but out of curiosity they start watching it even young girls young boys they they're curious and so they start experimenting with things which those spirits are right there waiting for an open door and it's so prevalent in this day and time I mean, bestiality is making a comeback, believe it or not. I have an article that came out of the newspaper, and it was about the military, and they were changing the law to make it not against the law to have sex with animals and sodomy.
0: I have military men that email me. One guy was telling me he's fairly high-level Sergeant was saying that they were making his men, they were calling it transgender training, they were having them dress in women's clothing so they could be more compassionate to the plight of those transgenders. They were Mm. dressing them up in women's clothes. They were asking them, how does it feel when you put this dress on? I mean, talk about, that is straight out of the pit of hell.
1: Well, to me, it is spiritual wickedness in high places. Yes. You know, it says that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness in high places. We're seeing, I mean, just recently they were talking about the Congress where people were watching pornography on their computers at work.
0: Well, they're even teaching little children in school now how to perform oral sex. Like, what in the world is wrong with this nation? And, well, here's the thing. The effects of pornography, Carla, to me, they're like an a, asbestos poisoning. And I think few people realize the dangers of pornography because effects they're not always immediate. In fact, the damage can last a lifetime. So, you know, I did a talk one time and I talked about asbestos being a substance which was extensively used for decades in heating insulation and You know, it was floor tiles and brake lining and hundreds of other products. But until the OSHA came along in 1970, no one really took any precaution to protect themselves against breathing that dust. So likewise, pornography contaminates a person's mind for life. Once your mind is corrupted, it can never be the same as it was. Yes, a man can find forgiveness in Jesus Christ. Yes, a man can still serve God. But a man who's willingly compromised his integrity by indulging in pornography, he'll have that, he'll have those scars for life, just as asbestos leaves scar tissue in the lungs. Pornography leaves scars on the soul. I really believe that.
1: Yes, it does. But with repentance and deliverance, that even their memories can be healed. I mean, you can be totally free from it. I'm sure that it would not be an easy thing, just as any addiction is not easy. But this is what I always tell people. After deliverance, you have to have discipline.
0: hmm Well, and you're right, because that is the bottom line, and it is about getting delivered. And again, you said something so important in the beginning. You can't just try harder. You can't counsel out these demons. Pornography is a destroyer of the soul, and it stirs unholy lust that cannot be fulfilled within the bounds of marriage. So, you know, when people say, well, you should just get rid of your computer, you should get rid of this. But here's the thing. It's not about getting rid of a bunch of stuff externally it's about getting rid of stuff internally isn't it
1: right it is there are evil spirits that have come it's almost like termites in your house you know they come and they take up residence evil spirits come in and they take up residence and they can be cast out if you don't take care of the termites they will bring your house down and it's the same with evil spirits and that's why It's really a shame that churches have not embraced uh, one of the things that Jesus told us. He gave it to us, the casting out of evil spirits, of demons, so that people can be free.
0: Well, and speaking of that, that is actually what we're going to do today. We're going to help people that have suffered from this. If you have opened your eyes to pornography Carla, we're going to really help people get rid of this affliction. We'd like you to lead people into a prayer, please.
1: Okay. Okay. If this is something you're battling with and you're serious and you really want to be free, then just repeat this prayer after me, the prayer of renunciation, and then we will go right into the casting out of spirits. Okay? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for the sin Of looking at pornography. For turning to a false god. For running into a false refuge. For not keeping my eyes single. By turning my eyes from evil. Forgive me for turning to pornography. To anesthetize my pain. And not running to you for the comfort I need. Forgive me for indulging in sinful practices. And fantasizing as I watched. Forgive me for depriving my wife, if you're a man, or my husband, if you're a wife, of a healthy sexual relationship, preferring to sit in front of a computer instead of being in bed with them. Forgive me for allowing unclean spirits and releasing them into my home. Forgive me for lusting after the images on the screen. I want to be free, Father from the bondage to pornography. So if you said this prayer, we'll just go now and begin to do the casting out of demons. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bind and break the power of the spirit of pornography and command it to leave. I command every spirit of perversion that entered my eyes, my ears, my mouth, my throat, my esophagus, my lips my tongue my taste buds you go in the name of jesus christ all spirits come off of my hands my fingers my legs my thighs my calves my muscles my back my feet my toes my buttocks every muscle that is involved in masturbation I command those unclean spirits to come out now in the name of Jesus. Get out of my male sex organs right now in Jesus' name. Get out of my female sex organs in the name of Jesus. Come out of my stomach, my intestines, my anus. Come out of my mind, all vain imaginations. Get out in Jesus' name. Living out the acts in your mind, go. I bind all memory recall of images that I have seen I bind them and break them and command them to get out of my mind right now in the name of Jesus. I bind all the scattered mind, fragmented minds, fragmented spirits in the name of Jesus. And I command them to go. I bind every uh, spirit that has scattered my soul. I break all soul ties with every woman or man or animal or child that i have watched on the screen i break evil soul ties with them right now in the name of jesus christ and i send their souls and spirits back to them and i call back my soul and spirit to myself cleansed and sanctified by the blood of jesus christ and father i ask you to heal my mind right now and heal and restore my soul, that I might be whole, that I might have total control over my thoughts and my mind and my soul in Jesus' name. I come against all shame, all self-condemnation, all guilt, all disgust at yourself in the name of Jesus, all the uncleanness. I bind you and break your power and command you to get out in the name of Jesus Christ. If there has been any acts of molestation, rape, incest, I command it to be broken off of you now in the name of Jesus Christ. I command every spirit that is involved in molestation, rape, and incest to go in the name of Jesus. I bind all effeminate spirits in men, all masculine spirits in women, I break your power and command you to go. All lying spirits, all lying spirits, I command you to go in the name of Jesus. Telling yourself a lie and believing it. There's nothing wrong with this. I'm not hurting anybody. All those lying spirits, get out in the name of Jesus. All the tormenting spirits, go in Jesus' name. Hearing voices, all the seducing spirits, I bind you and break your power and command you to go. Spirits of insanity, Just being driven crazy by addiction to pornography. I bind you and break your power and command you to go in the name of Jesus. All addictive spirits, I bind you and break your power and command you to get out. All compulsion, go. Compulsion to watch pornography. Go. Compulsion to masturbate. Compulsion acting out what you've seen. I bind you and break your power. All Incubus spirits and succubus spirits go in the name of Jesus Christ, having a spirit husband and a spirit wife. I break those spirits off of the men and the women right now in Jesus' name. Let me just stop and explain something here, because I want to break the spirit of the bride of Satan off of you. What happens is when you indulge in perversion, acts of perversion, Satan comes in and goes, ah that one is mine and so he he marries himself to you and sees you as his bride that he can use to satisfy his sexual impulses and even sending incubus spirits and succubus spirits to have sex with you because he sees you as his wife i break the spirit of the bride of satan off of every person That has been indulging in pornography and you need to say this today I give you Satan a writ of spiritual divorcement I am NOT your bride and you will not use me for your own pleasures anymore in the name of Jesus I command you to get out of me every spirit of the bride of Satan get out of me now in Jesus name And, Father, I ask you to drop down your veil, the veil of the Bride of Christ, upon your people and restore their purity, Father, in the name of Jesus. I bind all sexual torments in the name of Jesus, all sexually transmitted diseases. I bind you and break your power and command you to go. I bind the spirit of the evil eye. I break the lustful eyes, the spirit of lustful eyes, the perverse eyes. I break your power, wanton eyes, wandering eyes, the evil appetite. I break the evil appetite for pornography and masturbation and perversion in the name of Jesus. I command every unclean spirit that came into you while you watched pornography, get out. In the name of Jesus, come out of their blood, come out of their bones, come out of their organs, come out of their eyes, their ears. You go. All the sounds, all the sights, in the name of Jesus, I break your power, the power of the music. I break all the witchcraft of pornography off of you right now. I break that witchcraft in the name of Jesus Christ. I come against all hypocrisy deception, secretiveness, in the name of Jesus. And I break off of you desolation, the desolation that comes from taking part in pornography. I break off of you the dirty old man spirit. I break off of you the whoremonger. I break off of you the spirit of the whore in Jesus' name. I break off defilement. Defilement of the flesh, all defilement of the marriage bed, all marriage breaking spirits, all spirits of divorce and division between husbands and wives. I come against the lustful eye, lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, all lust spirits, you go in the name of Jesus Christ. I come against the Antichrist spirit, the Antichrist spirit, you go in the name of Jesus. All idolatry, we break your power and command you to go we come against all spirits of homosexuality familiar spirits of sodomy bestiality perverted sex acts all familiar spirits domination masturbation all infirmities caused by watching pornography you go and i break the death sentence off of every person that comes along with adultery I bind and break the power of adultery in the name of Jesus Christ
0: and any other
1: spirits that came in through watching pornography. Father, right now we just speak to every spirit, even the ones that we have not named. And, Father, if there are any that the people can think of, let them take responsibility and bind those spirits and command them to get out of them in the name of Jesus if we've missed any. So, Father, we just ask you right now to send your Holy Spirit ministering angels to each person that is struggling to help them, Father, in their discipline now. We ask you to comfort them. We ask you to restore to them everything that's been lost through pornography. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: And Father, I just ask that you loose the spirit of restoration on what was lost. Right now, we loose that spirit of restoration. We loose truth, righteousness, holiness, grace, obedience, a clean heart and a right mind, the mind of Christ, a humble spirit right now. Father, we now receive and appropriate by faith, and we seal this deliverance at the blood of Jesus Christ, and we thank you for the miracle of deliverance ministry father that we can be free of this thank you for incredible ministers like carla b todd father that are teaching the people how to deal with these demonic spirits that we can be set free from this we thank you father in jesus name we pray amen amen thank you so much carla for that powerful prayer because this is such again the title says it all far-reaching effects of this. And now I just think it's very important that people understand, as you said earlier, once you're delivered from this, it's very important now what people make for choices going forward, isn't it?
1: Yes, yes. I bless everyone who listened and I, I just look forward to hearing some successful testimonies.
0: Well, absolutely. And folks, speaking of that, do reach out to Carla. Again, her information Is linked on the website today, May 24th, 2016. Bio, you can find it there. Carla, thank you so much. As usual, it is such a pleasure to have you come on the program.
1: Thank you for having me, Sheila. God bless you.
0: God bless you, Carla. Thank you so much, folks. That was Minister Carla Butad. Her information is linked there today. Please do get a hold of us because this was such an important topic today. It's a topic that really The church is not discussing. And I think it is so important. And we really look forward, as Carla said, to hearing testimonials. We are so looking forward to hearing from you. And if you have to re listen and really go through that prayer at the end, do that. And as well, share with people you know that may be struggling with this because it does affect so many people. It is so rampant in our culture. And this. Again, just couldn't be a more timely teaching, particularly with the emails that I'm getting. Again, like I said, I get inundated with prayer requests, men and women asking for deliverance from this prevalent issue. Thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast today. I hope you were very blessed by this show. I'm very much looking forward to your emails. We will see you tomorrow. Good night, and God bless you.